This is the Chief Steward Officer Podcast for Kingdom Entrepreneurs. If you want to start, grow, or sustain a business that lines up with Kingdom principles, this podcast is for you. Stewardship is key to aligning your business with the Kingdom of God, and we provide straight talk, practical tips, and advice to help you succeed. And now, your host, the CSO of Flow Business Systems, Mike Spence. Hello, Chief Steward Officer. I'm excited that you joined this podcast because I think we've all fallen victim to this whole thing about overcomplicating our assignment. I know that as we continue to want to seek God and and get direction from Him on this journey that we are all blazing a trail on, that we're always looking for His guidance. And when He gives it to us and says, I want you to go do this thing, uh, I'm going to purpose you for this, I'm going to anoint you for that, um, that we get excited and as we get going, sometimes we forget <laughs> to go back and ask God if I'm still on track. And we end up overcomplicating the thing that he's asked us to do. We we start off on a journey and somewhere in there we start using worldly wisdom or our, our own experience, right? And then we get to a point where we're like, wow, this is just so hard and so difficult. And you go back and maybe seek God and say, hey, God, you told me to do this. And now all of a sudden, it's just kind of controlling me. It's, it's, it's more than I bargained for. Uh, what the heck? <laughs> and sometimes what I've heard God say to me in those circumstances is that, well, you're, you, you started doing the thing that I asked you to do, but you're doing it differently or wrong, or you're you're just uh, doing things that I actually never asked you to do, Mike. I, I really just wanted you to go out and do this one part. So what do I mean by that? Well, I, I use Noah. The story of Noah is a great example of this because uh, it, it's a way that you can partner with God and not over, overcomplicate your assignment and trust him to do his part while you have to do your part, right? So if you look in your Bibles, Genesis 6, and, and look at verses 9 through 22, you're going to find that, you know, Noah was righteous, and he was blameless, and that he walked faithfully with God, and that at the same time that he was doing that, the earth was corrupt and violent, but yet Noah continued to walk faithfully and, and blameless. Despite his surroundings, despite his culture, he was still focused on God. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> uh, is the earth any less corrupt or violent? Um, potentially, I, I would say it's more. But once we understand that that's the kind of guy Noah was, then God chose him and he established this covenant with Noah. And then he had this agreement with uh, God and he said, said, okay, I will make sure that I will follow your very specific instructions. And I'll tell you just a little sidebar. I wish that God would give us assignments like that where it was incredibly specific because he told him, I want you to build an ark and and I'm going to tell you why I want you to build it. I'm going to show you how to build it. And I'm going to actually give you the measurements, the dimensions, you know, and we just don't get that detail from God, (laughs) but Noah had it right. And so what was great too was, in addition to all of those instructions, he also said, I want you to uh, collect certain things, your family, food, animals, and how to do that. You know, he just went straight to it. And what I love about all of this is that God didn't ask Noah's opinion. He didn't have a debate with him. He didn't come down and say, hey, Noah, I'm thinking about doing some things, but 
what do you think? God, God is God. God's the king of all kings. And he made a decision. He established a covenant and he purposed a single person who found favor in his eyes and he declared something. And I'll say that's the way it is with your business, with with the things that you're dealing with right now, is that God singled you out to do the thing that he wants you to do. And you should be encouraged by that. He's purposed you for it and he's found favor with you to carry this thing out. So when he does give you this instruction that that you're carrying around with you, understand that, uh, you know, he never asked you if it would be okay, didn't ask your opinion, he just gave you some instructions and said, go do it. So um, what was Noah's reaction to that? He didn't argue. He didn't even ask any questions. At least, you know, that's what the the Bible, uh, it doesn't reflect that. But what he did in Genesis 6.22, he said he just did everything just as God commanded. I loved it. Uh, God said, you're it. I'm doing my thing through you. Here's very specific instructions and why. And Noah said, sounds good to me. And he just immediately was obedient. I wish I was more like that when God gives me instruction, um, even if I don't have all the details and I'm, I'm getting better at it. But as we move through the story, when Noah heard it, he believed it and he took action and he did exactly what he was told to do, right? He didn't do it mostly like God told him to do it. He didn't mix in some of his own things. He didn't even modify the design, right? He didn't He didn't paint it or put a spoiler on the back or some cool, you know, I, I know, <laughs> but you know what I mean? He, he, he didn't shortcut it. Um, he didn't have this whole mindset on, well, he said it's going to be a while before this flood comes along. So, you know, let me just procrastinate. <laughs> he, he, he took immediate action and did it exactly the way that God said. Right. So the reason that he was singled out, too, is that he stood out from the culture and he cared more about being favored by God than the opinions of men and in the current culture at the time. And because of it, his whole family was saved. He wasn't saved because he built an ark. Please catch that. He was saved and found favor with God long before that. His whole family was saved because of his righteousness, his blamelessness. He was walking faithfully with God well before the ark came to him. And that is ultimately got his whole family saved because, you know, they weren't maybe the best of people because the word does not say that Noah's wife or his sons or his son's wives were the ones who did any of those things that were wonderful and walk, walking, uh, you know, blamelessly. Uh, Noah was the only one that was singled out. However, God showed Noah mercy and he allowed him not only to keep his wife, but his sons and the sons were able to keep their wives so Noah could have grandchildren. So his family may have been living like the world at the time, but they were all saved because of the path Noah chose to walk. So as he gets going with this whole thing of building the ark and it just caught me. If you look at Genesis 7, 1 through 24, how in the world was Noah able to go and get two of every animal 
to pair up <laughs> and to walk onto the ark. You know, uh, I, we do this in our lives. We, we are like, oh my gosh, I don't know how, I mean, I can maybe build something because God told me how to do it. But then he said, go get two of every animal, male and female, pair them up and get them onto this ark. And uh, could you imagine Noah running around and trying to find, you know, a lion <laughs> and how are you going to get a lion, one lion on a, on a boat uh, with all these other animals, let alone uh, a female <laughs> and get them both together. Um, just think about the monumental task that that was. And the answer is he didn't. God never expected him to. What he needed Noah to do was his part. If you build a vessel the way I tell you to, and you do your part the way I tell you to do it, then I will be the one, God said, that will get these animals together and they will come to you and they will get on this ark because I will will it and they will all get along and not devour each other while they're on this boat. Your family will be safe, all of those things. But he didn't overcomplicate it. And so... The lesson there is you do what God told you to do and you be you and let God be God. Even if you don't know exactly how he's going to do it, just trust him. Because when he does his part, which he always does, just stand back and be amazed and give him praise and give him all the glory. So in your business, if he's called you to, you know, open up a retail shop or if he's called you to do a services business and he's giving you this idea in your, in your heart and you just know it's him. You step out everything that you believe you need to do, constantly checking with him to make sure you're still on course, that you're building this thing according to what he wants it to be, not according to what you're trying to make it, and continue to move along that path because there are going to be some things that you're not going to be able to figure out because maybe we can't dream this big or maybe you don't have the experience. Don't let it stop you from starting. You know, Noah started hammering boards together. <laughs> he started collecting the wood he needed. He did all the things that was under his own power, the things that he understood, the things that his mind would allow him to figure out how to put together and was just trusting that later on when it got to the parts that he could not fathom how in the world this was going to work, he let God be God and he saw God move in miraculous ways. And I was just blown away by that, that he didn't overcomplicate. He was immediately obedient and he just started walking and out, trusting God the whole way. And then when he got to the parts of his business that he didn't know how they would work out, but he remembered God said it would. He just rested in the Lord. He sat back and trusted God to do his part as his partner, which is exactly what a chief steward officer does. So rest in the Lord that he's always going to do his part. And on a final note here, I love if you look at this story, you will be able to see this for yourself, that when everything was put on the ark. It said, God shut that door. And I love that. I've really, it just leaped out of the Bible for me. Look for it yourself that Noah did not close the door when it started to rain. God closed that door for them because it said that, you know, uh, if God closes the door, no man can open it, right? Uh, if you uh, open a door, um, you know, that, that's you under your own power. But when God closed that door and sealed them in, God had them. But what happened too is like, I'm sure like the rain's coming and all of a sudden people who weren't the biggest fans of Noah and thought he was crazy, all of a sudden, oh my gosh, I got to get on this boat. And 
Noah was a righteous man. He may have loved people, but the part about that is Noah could not open the door to let anyone else in. He had no power to do that. God closed it. Only God could open it. So remember that God is going to move in your business and actually in your life as long as you are walking the best you can in this world, in this culture, to be faithful, to love him and seeking him. And when you get instruction that you immediately take action on those things and do everything in your power that you know how to do and just continue to trust God that he will do his parts on the things you do not know how to do. So hope that blessed you. Uh, Just love you guys. I'm encouraged by every chief steward officer I meet that is really trying to let God be the owner of their company. And just remember, do not overcomplicate your assignment. Until next time.